Welcome to another episode of Pro-Am Disc Golf. I'm Gavin Goodwin. And I'm Chris Telesbo. I am your amateur. And I'm your professional. And uh, we played disc golf this morning, Chris. We did. It was cold. It was cold. But it was nice. Yeah. Sun came out. I think it was the first day of this season where I felt like the temperature really affected my discs. Yeah, my hands, my hand was sore. Yeah. But like they weren't, like they the, were the, the texture of the discs were changing. Yeah. yeah. So the softer plastics were definitely... I was enjoying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Would have been a good day for my new Blend Max, but I played a fun way instead. I know. Oh, I've got it for all of those. They're so good. Chris got them. Yeah. If you like Emac Truths and or like Blend Plastic, get as many as you can. You, wh- are they on the website? Are they available? I don't think they're on the website yet. I know Mr. Disc Golf Mike Solt has some from the tournament he ran. I think we talked about it a little bit last yeah. week. Um, I would start with him. Okay. Does he um, just have a website or? he re- Well, just Facebook, Instagram, anywhere. Oh, okay. Um, he ran the tournament and got the custom batch for it, but they better go into production. I would hope so. I, I'll do what I can, but, you know, I'm like seven rungs down that ladder, so. At least, probably. Probably more. Yeah. Yeah. Good check there. Oh, but, not, not but, to... but they're amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. Especially if you live in a cold climate. Yeah, that would be perfect. Is perfect for the winter. It Yeah, it really is nice. Biofusion's pretty good. Mm-hmm. G-Star, I think, is great mm-hmm. for the winter. Uh, Vibram, you can't get anymore, but their stuff's pretty good in the winter, mm-hmm. too. Remember, don't throw KC if it's below 40 degrees. Oh, yeah. Because apparently it It'll shatters. crack. You'll crack. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to segue into the rest of our episode today by uh, <laughs> <laughs> telling a story from our uh, game this morning. So we... Uh, we were playing at one of our local courses here and on hole 18, it's fairly, the tee shot is deceptively got a low ceiling and then it opens up. So we all threw our tee shots and then we stepped over and we're just throwing for fun. And Chris was throwing really, really far. And, uh, Alex, who we were playing with was throwing farther than me. And then I was throwing as far as I could, which is not that far. Uh, but the good thing about that is they were all staying in the field. So it should have been easy to go shag. So there's probably, I don't know, there's what, 20 discs out there by the time we were done? Yeah, all just grass field. Yeah, and so the three of us split up and we're collecting discs and then we get back to our bags and sort them out and we're looking through and I realize, oh, I can't find the Shrike that Colleen Thompson gave me on this very show. And I like that disc a lot. Thank you, Colleen, because it is a, it's a, it flies, Chris it's, it's good. Yeah, it flies really well for yeah. me. Um, and couldn't find it. And I knew a lot of times I forget where I throw a disc, but I knew where I'd thrown this one and it was a pretty good shot. It was mm-hmm. right into the field. It should have been near another disc that I threw that had a similar flight characteristic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we couldn't find it. We couldn't find it. And then we're walking around and I see this hole. I think you almost stepped in the hole or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And, uh, I kind of am joking and saying, maybe it's in the hole. This hole, this hole is probably three inches wide by 12 or 14 inches long. It's yeah. like a mailbox slot cut into the ground that's kind of caved in a little bit. It's yeah. not like a big hole. I've got a size thir- 12, 13 foot. It's a little bit bigger than my foot. Yeah. Like just a, just a hair bigger than my footprint. So just big enough to like, and it's and it was probably 18 inches deep. Yeah. And then it to looked like it was see. going up. But it looked to me like an animal burrow. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, well, there's no way that my disc went in there. It, it would be like throwing a quarter at a piggy bank from across the room and having it go right in the slot. Yeah. The only guy that can do that is the guy from the is is the older brother from the Yuhu or uh, yeah Yuhu commercial that uh, 
our older listeners. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get that joke. Okay. Oh, oh, they're so cool. I'm sure it's good. A Yahoo bottle cap and do this with it. Uh, <laughs> yep, YouTube that. I'll pretend. I'm sure it's on YouTube. Uh, so we look everywhere in the field and we cannot find it. And I don't want to lose another disc that I really like, but I was kind of really this one. I thought it's not lost. It's somewhere in the field. We're just not seeing it. And so it's inked. Maybe it'll find its way back to me. Um, and then Chris says, you know, maybe it is in the hole. He sticks his phone down there and uh, is recording a video with the light on. And what'd you find, Chris? A big old bright orange piece of plastic. More yellowish, but yeah. So it went, it went in this mailbox slot, took a left, and then landed upside down up against the wall of this hole. Yes. So there's a video of Chris's phone going into this hole and sweeping around and then finally finding my disc. I don't know. I, you, I wish I knew what happened. I don't know either. But uh, here's a question that I... What would you do in a tournament? Play it from above it. Okay, so just, just mark, mark yeah, where it rule is. Rule of verticality. Okay, is I think what it's called. So if you're if you're under a rock, you can play from on top of the rock. If you're on top of a rock or stuck in a tree, you can stick a foot underneath if you're able to. Okay, and play from there. If you're stuck in a tree, can you play? Just mark below that, right? Yeah. If there's no two meter rule. Yeah, which yeah, is which in my opinion is a bad rule. Yeah, I just hate that it's inconsistent. Like if it's a rule, cool. If it's not, good. Get rid of it. Like, yeah. Why? Why do you go somewhere and say, "Oh, is this rule in effect? Is this rule in effect?" No. Yeah. Like, let's make rules. Are, have are, them be rules. Are mulligans in effect? Can I have mulligans? Yeah. Right. Like, anyway, but uh, we'll post that up to Instagram eventually. I'm yes. trying right now, and it's crashing my Instagram, but yeah. I'll make it happen. So don't worry. But uh, it was really. I'm, I was happy to find my desk. So that's a happy story about finding your desk. Unfortunately, though, <laughs> uh, those of you. Listen, a lot of you listened to our last episode and have uh, given us some feedback on your sad stories about losing discs. Um, we've got these in a couple different places. So this one came in from uh, Facebook. And let me find it here. It's from Sean Grew. Grew. G-R-E-W. Yeah, I'm sure that's Grew. I know Grew, so it's weird to see the name Grew. It's like the past yep. tense of the people that... <laughs> All right. All right. What's up, Chris and Gavin? I lost a beaten Echo Star Valkyrie. What is Echo Star? That's a plastic. I think but... it's I think it's Innova's recycled. Oh, like it's, it's a certain yeah, Eco Echo. I still don't know which one's oh, right. Eco Echo. Okay, Eco Star. That makes sense. It's it's a certain blend of star plastic from Innova. Uh, but it's like recycled it's this a, kind I of plastic. Think, I think so. That's at least the idea. Okay, that makes sense. I think so. Uh all right. Lost a beaten Echo Star Valk that I found uh this deep in a pond looking for a disc I tossed in. There was no numbers on the back and I posted it online and didn't have any takers. So he's ghost fishing for his disc and finds this one. We've all done that. Um, uh, but much like the story of Excalibur, <laughs> this was the chosen disc for me. I could do almost anything with this disc. This was a disc I could rip dead straight 360 and throw sick annies that went dead straight and finished to the right. I used this disc for six months, built my bag around. Well, a friend and myself played a uh, course that we never played before that is over an hour away from my house. The last hole of the day, I rip a perfect strike shot and decide to throw a second shot for fun. This is, this is always second, famous last second, words. Yeah, second famous shot for last fun. Words. Yeah, that, Say bye-bye. That, look, at, look at me. Uh, <laughs> watch this. Yeah, watch this. 
Well, I let the disc rip and completely turned the disc over into a pine grove with long grass. We looked for my disc for over half an hour, got stung by hornets, and gave up. It has never been returned. But losing this disc has made me a better golfer and expanded my disc selection. The disc ultimately replaced the slot for me. The disc that ultimately replaced the slot for me is the MVP Volt, but I still wonder if my lost Valk thinks about me from time to time. Have a good day, guys. I love that story. That's a good story. I love that story so much. Thank you, Sean, for sending that in. And I love the uh, Excalibur analogy that it came from the lake. The, you know, the lady of the water decided that you were the one worthy. So <laughs> um, here's another one that was uh, posted up on our discussion board on Facebook. This is from Jacob Bush. Uh, I think it's safe to say we all throw. Well, no, never mind. This is an old one. Maybe he emailed us that one. Um, okay. This is. Thomas Scott replying to my lost Maverick, at Lucid X Maverick. If you're wondering where we are about this week, go back a week and listen, and, and you'll hear my sob story about losing my Lucid X Maverick. Yeah. Um, so as Thomas Scott says, I was heartbroken when I heard about you losing your Lucid X Maverick. You are in luck, though. They still have a few on clearance at dd.com, uh, which isn't real. It's dynamicdisc.com. Don't go to dd.com. I don't even know what that is. Uh, probably something we don't want to direct you to. I was thinking of sending you one of my extras, but, and uh, Thomas, Touché. I get it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to send out one of those either. I'm, I'm all for giving people discs. Uh, you know, if somebody's bag gets stolen, I'm all for helping them rebuild that. But there's certain discs that I'm not going to part with, and Lucidic Mavericks are not that, so I completely understand. But, Thomas, um, I had already checked Dynamics website and found that they were actually on sale for $19.99 instead of $25. Bucks. So they went down a little bit, and I bought two and a Ghost Stamp Cochiapelli one from GBO. So I bought three Mavericks and nice. had them shipped to my house. And, again, the show is not sponsored by anybody, but Dynamic is in Emporia, Kansas. Mm-hmm. We live in Salt Lake City, Utah. They showed up in two days on my door for free, free shipping. Solid. Solid. Solid, solid, solid. So I mean, it's only like a... 17 hour drive yeah yeah about 15 so, so really not that impressive yeah, 16 um yeah crazy <laughs> uh what's well, here's something kind of funny too uh i don't remember her name but dynamic sometimes includes a little card of the person that yeah uh packed it they also included like a player's card for um zach melton because it's his desk which I thought was kind of fun cool uh but the guess who packed my disc i'm assuming i guess who this oh. is my discs page no, but somebody with the same last name. I'm assuming her mom. Oh, a Pierce or Birkus? Naomi? Naomi? Birkus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that's Paige's yeah. mom. Yeah. So, thank you. That's cool. I was thinking Paige was in the shop. Yeah. She might be gone. Eric and Tina were there, too. They might be gone by now. I think they're in... I don't know. They travel so much. Yeah. But that was kind of fun. To Very see cool. Like, yeah. So, um, all right. What else have we got? Uh, the video is up on Instagram. Okay. If anyone is actually curious. You can sort of see the hole, and you can see my phone exploring this cavern that ate a disc. Uh, okay. Here's one from Jay Marmot, another sob story. Yay. Uh, and he wrote in last week, and had, and he's defending his email from last week. Yeah, you can skip, skip that first part. All right. Yeah, fair enough. But he says he didn't make any sense, and We're good. we agree. Um, I have lost three discs. None of them worth the story. Mm-hmm. He's only lost three discs. That's impressive, because Jacob plays a lot. I have probably lost 50 to 100 in my life. I haven't lost that many. 
Um, but I've lost count of how many. I've probably lost. I've lost a bag's worth, like 12 to 20. Okay. Yeah, probably. And actually, I, I there's probably more that I don't know about. Like if I go to field work and miss a disc that I yeah, don't. Yeah, I'm probably over 100 thinking about it. Because I put like 15 H1s in the same pond, in the same place. Yeah. That would Plus lost field work. Yeah, I'm probably over 100 by now. I, the the day I played Star, or, uh, Spearfish, South Dakota, I think I lost three discs that round. Okay. And a mini, and a metal mini. Okay. I haven't gotten a call from anybody on those, so... Mm. Thanks, South how do I place. how do I count my pink enforcer that I've lost four times and I have again? Is that four? That's or is the that one, one? You, you keep buying back. Yeah, yeah. I've lost it at least four times. Paid for it. Well, I've paid for it at least four times. Yeah. So maybe I've lost it more than that. I think we talked about this last week, but I've got a, a world that I've lost three times and gotten back. I'm just um, if I'm counting that as four or five times, I'm definitely over. 100. Yeah, my P Mac, uh, my my Peter McBride Mac Truth, I lost twice within two or three weeks and got it back both times. So I, I, that's when I realized that somebody's telling me to not bag this disc regularly and put it away. So, yeah. all right. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So I've lost three discs. None of them worth the story. I do have a deco die fury. That was the first high end disc I purchased. I got it with infinite bucks that I got at the ACE race in Hiram, Utah in 2015, which I also won. Whoop, whoop. Uh, congratulations. It has a very detailed demon looking skull. I think I've seen this disc when I played with them before. I call it Old Faithful. It's the disc I pull out when I need to land exactly where I, uh, when I need to land exactly where I need to land. Whether it be parking Roots Two on a Annie Line, parking T-Vale on a Skyheiser. Those are local courses here. Uh, this that disc always seems to go right where I want to me. It's almost like an Emac with about 50 more feet distance. If I do ever lose that disc, I may get a teardrop tattooed on my face in honor of my fallen homie. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Um, is that what teardrop tattoos are for? It's for I, your fallen homies? I don't know. I'm not going to pretend I know. Because I grew up in the 90s and uh, like, you know, middle school, high school in the 90s and uh, pretty fascinated, you know, as all white kids were, we were pretty fascinated by gangster culture. And uh, I thought that teardrop tattoos meant you killed somebody in prison. That's, See, that's I thought what it I was heard. a killing someone too. Yeah. But I don't know. But maybe it's for your fallen homies. But maybe it's both. Maybe it depends yeah. on who you are. But um, I, I hope to never see a teardrop tattoo on your face. I hope that disc never, never yeah. leaves your bag yeah. until you're until you're decided to retire. <laughs> so um, we're going to stay. Skip that one because we're going to save the last. Do you want to read Kevin's email or are you got it up or no? Uh, yeah. Okay. Kevin. Oh, boy. Do I need to read the whole thing? I haven't yes. read it yet. Yeah, let's read it. We're giving everybody right. their due this week. Yeah. Thanks for writing in. From Kevin. I have not lost this disc yet, but I would be heartbroken if I did. I won't throw it in any situation that may result in losing it. That's smart. I love those discs and I hate those discs because I get super reliant on them. And then I'm like, oh, but there's danger. I can't throw it. And then I end up throwing something else in the water. See, I throw everything into danger. So if I have a disc like that, which <laughs> I've just kind of given up on that, I don't get used to them. I throw them three times and I'm like, eh. I, okay. It's going to get, it's going to hit something. Okay. Continuing. My home course is lined with the thickest, most impenetrable blackberry thorns imaginable. Ugh. That sounds like a nightmare. Many, many discs have been laid to rest at Giles run at Laurel Hill. I think so. Or Giles Giles. The course was carved out of 10 foot high thorn bushes on attractive land. That was formerly, form, formerly a prison. I'll call you out there. Oh my gosh. This is like a Stephen King novel. Yeah. Okay. First of all, <laughs> We're, we're only halfway there, but <laughs> don't, 
Don't go up to Dials Hill and play. You'll be losing discs, son. <laughs> or dying. It's haunted up there. <laughs> the disc is my pink Big Stamp Elite Z Heat purchased on a whim while me and my daughter... Me... Wait, sorry. While me, my daughter, and I were on a road trip to Richmond, Virginia, scouting the town for her upcoming first year at college. We were in the Carytown Shopping District when I spotted discs in the marquee window of a gaming store and leapt for joy at the prospect of pursuing some plastic. Perusing some plastic. Sorry, I'm dyslexic today. After handling them all, she came over... Oh, she came over and picked the heat out for me to get, probably because it's so darn cool looking. But let me tell you, that thing works for me shaping shots in the woods. Just this weekend, I used it to birdie a tight wooded hole at Loriella during the Spotsylvania Amateur Championship. So yeah, trying to not lose that one. Okay, first of all, that's awesome that she picked it out for you. Yeah. Like, I wish anyone would do that for me. Like, this one's pretty good, this one. I'll pick a disc I guess my subconscious kind of does. I do a lot of pretty shopping. Second... Why is there a disc golf course in a roseberry thorn, or sorry, blackberry thorn thicket? Uh, I like agree with unused you. Unused prison land? Like, let's take a, what are those big dredgers called that just chew trees down as they go? Uh, I just pictured, I can't like, remember what those are, but those are like awesome. the big barrel on the front just spins. Yeah, those are amazing. Somebody's just driving laps through this prison grounds. I, I can, I will agree with you that that's a weird place for a disc golf course, but I'm going to say, Hey, there's a disc golf course there. Hey, and it's, un, I mean, clearly undesirable land. Yeah. And now there's a disc golf course, so that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, we're pretty good at taking land nobody else wants and making something out of it. <laughs> if you can do this, you can do you can anything. Do anything. Uh, Kevin, will you write back, though, and let us know how the blackberries are? Ooh, I, I they're good. I really like blackberries. And uh, if they're good, I'm, that would, I'm not going to go out there just to eat some blackberries, but... That would be a little bit of a consolation if you lose a disc. That's a place where you th- where I would throw primarily because I'm what I'm envisioning here is um, the Queen of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland's ma- hedge maze, but thorny, ten foot high that's, thorn that's walls right. of blackberry bush. Yeah, and there's like a carved path you have to take. Yeah. So what? Yeah, that's that's what I'm picturing here is this labyrinth, like uh, the end of The Shining. The movie. Yep, that's exactly. Yeah. Is, and or if the book, then eventually the blackberry bushes will come alive as topiaries and try to eat you. <laughs> um, it's a lot of Stephen King references for one. You you're know. you're in a mood, yeah. Uh, but that's a place where if the blackberries are good, worth going to. But I would go to my local store and buy X out base base plastic and just plan on basically Maybe filling depositing. a bag every yeah. time that I go play the disc golf. So it's going to be, it's a free course, but it's, you know, but if the 30 ba- bucks for a round. Cause you're going to throw that many if discs. If you're getting two hours of blackberry eating in. That's true. Like off the bush. Yeah. If I can leave there looking like Violet from uh, Willy Wonka. Oh, the references today are on point. That's pretty good. Thank you for writing in Kevin. That was an awesome story. Glad you haven't lost it. That's and a, uh, that's a good story. Um, I think you should pick a disc for your daughter. Go find one that you think yeah. is pretty for her. And Call it even. Get her playing. Yeah. I'm sure she is already. If I, you I believe that. Kevin has written in about his daughter playing. Maybe I'm confusing yeah. him with another one of our listeners. But I think you're right, but yeah. my memory is not good. And if I am if I do remember this correctly, and let us know, Kevin, your daughter's favorite disc is her patrol. Ooh. I remember, I remember a story about that, and I think it was Kevin. Cool. Good memory. Um, Hopefully yeah. you're right. All right. We've got one more lost disc email. Do we have any from Instagram? Uh, no, just somebody asking how to make your Instagram page a podcast, like in the label. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. I did it and I don't know either, but I'm chatting okay. with them. All right. <laughs> so good luck to you, sir. 
I was literally zero help to him. I said, I don't know. I did it a while ago and it let me. So there <laughs> we go. I like that. Um, so this is from a uh, new listener. Yeah. Roos's Studios. I'm Cyrus. A new- oh, Cyrus? Yeah, that's who wrote it. Oh, okay, perfect. I'm a new listener and I love the show. Exclamation <laughs> point. Wow, we love you. Exclamation point. In episode 37, you asked me what disc I would least want to lose. Oh, in episode 37, you asked what disc. I was going to say, you're you're really like, I don't want you thinking that we're talking just to you. We are talking to you, but don't son a Samus. Um, (laughs) This past summer, I lost my special edition Maverick. Oh. It's too close to home for Gavin. That was the saddest day of my life. I have since bought two Lucid just in case. I plan to buy a Lucid X. Do it. Do it now. They're very good. Uh, I have an orange and a yellow one. They're both great. Do it. Do it now. Uh, a little more stable than the normal Mavericks, but very They are, good. but it's they're still not they're, they're far from overstable. Correct. And they're still understable, but mm-hmm. they are it, it's actually a really nice compliment to the Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um I would not want to lose my special edition getaway. Oh, I wouldn't either. You're having a rough go. I know. He, he, I Nobody think, hasn't lost it. Yeah, I think Cyrus and I have a pretty similar bag, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. I have a biofusion one, but the special edition burst feels better. Thanks for keeping up the good work from Cyrus from Minnesota. Cyrus, thank you for listening. How cold is it up there right now? I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, and how far north in Minnesota are you? That's true. Are you Because a, you might have cold advice for us. Are you a youper? I'm going to guess he's not because that's Michigan. Oh, okay. But it's right that's next to Minnesota. Yeah. So I just know that that's a thing. <laughs> and so whenever I can use it, I try to say it. Somebody never, told me they're from Wisconsin. And I thought, no, it's not Wisconsin. I've never heard that as a term. And my aunt actually went to med school in the UP. Okay. That's, I've always just called it the UP. Uh, so Uper? Uper. I'll, try, I'll run it by her and see if it sticks. I think, um, I think I've heard it somewhere else. But uh, I believe where I heard it the most is, and I'm, this is a lot of references, is Neil Gaiman's American Gods, the book. I haven't watched the, the, the show. Okay. Uh, I have no idea. I believe part of that book takes place in the Upper Peninsula. So Cool. It makes it actually look sound really nice, but it's because there's, they're appeasing an ancient god and he keeps the town nice. Mm. Um, no spoilers. <laughs> well. But, uh, yeah, don't lose your getaway. Don't lose your, your Lucid X Maverick. I have a special edition Maverick that I lose every time I throw it. Chris has played with me a bunch yeah. with it, and so I just stopped throwing it. It's my just camo. It's, it might as well be woodland camo. It is so. It looks great, but it blends exactly in with any kind of dry. It's really, it's really pretty until it's on the ground. Yeah, and then if it and lands on gone. green grass, you're good. Uh, but again, we play disc golf. Doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, it's just like the Ballista Pro I bought almost a year ago now. Okay, I was thinking going to Arizona for Memorial and Vegas for. Vegas challenge. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I need a color. This one's super pretty. It's gold and silver, like swirly. Super pretty, super metallic almost. I was like, okay, it's it's warm down there. It'll be green. No, all the grass was brown. So every time I threw it, I was like, gosh, shoot. <laughs> Everyone, let me know when you step on it because it's the same color as the grass. At least you got a little bit of a gallery and some people spotting for yeah, you. Yeah, it was, oh, it was such a bad idea. But it's so pretty. <laughs> so I feel you. Yeah. I, I do like how pretty they can disc can get. I showed you a, a copper colored felon that I don't throw. Cause I don't know how to throw a felon uh, <laughs> that I bought just cause it's pretty. It was very pretty. I, I still think it's like that weird run of fusion. That's almost lava. I don't know. It's a whale stamp one. So you can ask them. Yeah. It's pretty. Um, yeah, it's really pretty. It's like liquid copper. Yeah. That's what it looks like. It looks awesome. Uh, what else? 
I, I bought a handful of discs just because I liked the way they look. Um, but uh, I, I, I try to, if I know I'm going to throw it, I really try to just stay like super bright colors. If I can get fluorescence, great. Otherwise, like mm-hmm. whites are bad for winter, but they're good for just about every other time of the year. Yeah. Um, I, I keep falling into throwing a lot of white. Like I'll deliberately try to get colors and I keep falling back into white. That happens with neckties. They're all blue. Like the vast majority of my neckties are blue. <laughs> and I don't know why. But it seems like every time I go and buy a necktie, I'm like, like oh, that's a nice looking necktie. I'll pick it up and it's blue. It's I don't buy blue. neckties all that often. But uh, yeah. That's so, amazing. Um, yeah. Reds. Reds are good. If you could have one color, a, ba- a bag in one color, what would you pick? Like a disc golf bag? Yeah. Not the material of the bag, but your discs. Oh. If you could only throw one color. I was definitely picturing bag colors. My answer might be white. Other than mountain courses in winter, it's the easiest to find most places. I mean, I could do like hot pink or like chartreuse. White can can blend in though, like if there's any granite or... Well, yeah, as I said, mountain. I was trying to incorporate the granite. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the pink, yellow, orange all work. Chartreuse. Like there are a yeah. lot of bright colors, but knowing what I know about the plastics I like, I white. would say white just to get my hybrids and my blends in the plastic I like. That makes because oh, they're both white. Yeah, see that I wasn't thinking of because I was gonna say like fluorescent yellow maybe because yep. it's just yep. bright and it's contrast and I for whatever reason like fluorescence. I was born in the eighties, um, but I can get. I don't know. Like I, I couldn't get like a blend in fluorescent yellow. That wouldn't really work very well. I don't know. Actually, you can though because you yeah, got that page color blend deputy. Plastic. That's almost fluorescent. Yeah, I mean there are bright colors. Yeah, the, fluorescent yellow. That's what I would do. You will lose far fewer discs than I, sir. <laughs> but I also ha- like to have my discs in different colors so I can readily grab them a little bit easier. <laughs> God, how many times have I made that mistake? Especially when I carry three white ballistas. Like uh, this one. Wait, is it? I don't know. And I've picked up the wrong mold. I've picked up the wrong everything and thrown them in like, well, that was definitely not a criminal. (laughs) I've even, I I don't know if I told this story on here yet, but I threw a disc one time and I swear to you it was this blue criminal. Okay. I swear to you. I looked in my bag. I picked it up. I threw it. It was blue. It had a white wheat shield stamp on it. We spent 15 minutes looking for it. Okay. It wasn't there. And somebody's like, is this your whatever else it was? I don't even know because I still think I threw the criminal. My disc was on the ground, like kind of near where it's supposed to be. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't throw that. How was that right there? Like, where's my criminal? And I looked at my bag. My criminal was in the bag. I remember blue in my hand. I remember throwing blue. And yeah. So don't get me started on. I don't even need it to be the right color. (laughs) I can just lose memory of what I threw. Uh, but I, I was so convinced. I don't know how you could pull this off, but that would be so funny if you could just kept swapping your buddy's discs out on the ground. <laughs> like for his other Maybe discs. they did. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Because I, I I, got myself good or they got me good, but I was so confused. I was like, that has my name on it, but that is not what I threw. <laughs> so keep looking. P.S. How did my bag or how did that disc <sighs> fall out of my bag so far away? <laughs> oh, that is funny. That's really funny. So I can lose a disc without even throwing it. 
I can too. I've had them like roll out of my bag and I'm like, where is that disc? Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot about that story. Oh, that is, that is a funny, that's a funny disc golf story. Proud moment right there. Um, well, thank you everybody for listening <laughs> to the show. Uh, we really appreciate it. We really appreciate all the emails. That was fun uh, to commiserate with you. And thanks for letting us share in your grief. Um, <laughs> thanks for letting us tell you a story about, you know, finding my disc in the gateway to hell. And uh, I think, is there anything else we wanted to? Uh, the gateway of hell is on Instagram. Check it out. Oh yeah. The picture, the video. It is a, yeah. It, it really looks like a little mini like puppy gateway to hell or something. There's, like, it's there's just, it just opens up in the grass. This was easily like an acre, acre and a quarter of lawn. Yeah. And it went right into a coin slot. I kind of want to go explore this little cavern. I know. Like, I want to get I, like, like a, it's, it's wedged up. It's vert- It's standing vertically against a wall, not underneath the opening. So it went in and then it rolled down this and then stuck somewhere. Yeah, I'm going to add an extra 75 feet to that throw, too, as far as measurement, because it would have rolled that much further. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I, I, check it out. It's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, Cav, you're totally right. I don't comprehend the odds either. I, yeah. Well, and you've got, you've got the graduate degrees in math. Yeah. The odds are next to zero. Non-zero, but next to zero. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks, everybody. Um, we really appreciate it. We appreciate the new listeners. We appreciate old listeners. We appreciate everybody writing in and giving us stuff to talk about, sharing your stories. Uh, ProMDiscGolf at gmail.com, facebook.com slash ProMDiscGolf, Instagram at ProMDiscGolf. We have a Twitter, but we don't use it. If somebody wants to run on Twitter for us, let us know. <laughs> I don't know how to use Twitter. Um, I know it's like the fastest news source. I know. That's all I know. I know. One of my friends is always on it, and he updates me. Yeah. I was at a Super Bowl party a couple years ago, and – one of the other dads who's older than me was live tweeting the game and I didn't really know what that meant. <laughs> Speaking of tweets. Okay. Real quick because we're half a movie show now. Oh yeah. Ralph breaks the internet. Yes, yes, yes. Absolute must see. You will love it. That came out this last week. I think it's right? this week. I think it's yeah. out. Yeah. I oh. hope it's out. If not, it'll be out really soon. By the time yeah. you hear this. So. Must see. I have not seen it, but I will. A lot, of, a lot of references that your kids or younger people might miss, and a whole bunch of us older Disney fans just adore. I was laughing hysterically. Nice. Just oh, no, I, I'm I really think you personally will love it. Oh, I will. I'm yeah. I like references. Yeah, and you like Disney? Yeah, sure. And did you like Rick and Ralph? Uh, I did. I liked Rick and Ralph okay. uh, a lot, and even more than I expected. I definitely recommend it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I recommend Wreck-It Ralph if you haven't seen Wreck-It Ralph. It's it's a, a good watch. Yeah, uh, watched Incredibles two this week with my kids. Good, again, and uh, you know because we got it on home video. Oh, uh, nice. it's good. Yeah, Incredibles two. If you're if you're staying in, you're not going out to the movies for Thanksgiving. Incredibles two is a good family family fun watch. If you're going out to the theater, then we'd say Wreck-It Ralph two. I think it's called Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yes. Okay. That's two. Yes. And the only, I mean. It's true. I should stop talking already, but the only other plug for media is there's a TV show called Mars came out last year. It's like seven episodes or something about, they try to make it like documentary, but it's a futuristic, not hasn't happened documentary about settling Mars. Okay. Season two starts like tomorrow or something. On why? I don't even know what network. Okay. But. Like Netflix. It's, it's on t might be it's like sci-fi okay it's on one of those networks siffy yeah it could be okay but never heard of it but just check called, it out just called mars it was fun watch I, daredevil I don't know season three i don't know what's coming but yeah <laughs> daredevil season three was great yeah uh 
The Jerk. Watch The Jerk with Steve Martin. Came out in 79. It's fantastic. I was totally expecting a remake when you said that. <laughs> if they remake The Jerk, that would be... Steve Martin could do it again. He, he could make a sequel, but you, you couldn't redo that movie at his age. You have to be young to make that work. <laughs> uh, watch The Jerk and write in and tell me about The Jerk. Watch The Jerk with Steve Martin. It is... Oh my gosh, that movie is so... Have you seen The Jerk? Um, years ago. Okay. Yeah. That's why I was surprised oh, that you brought it up. It is so good. That is, uh, that's in my top five movies of all time. I'm sure. Yeah. All right. So yeah, it, it, welcome to Pro Discovery Amateur Amateur Movie. Yes. Uh, until next week. Keep throwing <laughs> plastic. Yeah. And let us know what movies you saw. Cool. Thanks. Cheers. Or, uh, yeah. <laughs> Cheers. I ruined you. Ha. <laughs> <laughs>